0: Hey, welcome back to For the Love of Life with Latea. that's me. And I'm here to talk about why and how and counting all the ways that we can love our lives. <laughs> um, the last episode that I did, I shared a piece of writing that I wrote. And I got some good feedback about it, so I decided to do another one today. All right. Let me just quickly... Get into my... Writing, reading persona. (laughs) Okay, for serious now, though. We have length but no width and weight without height. You can carry us for years. If we are heavy, may we make you strong. We can make the air thick, send chills down your spine, make your eyes well up or your temperature rise. Selected with care or reckless abandon, we can brighten your day or break your heart. We are the most powerful thing to take up no space. We are words. We matter. (laughs) Finn. And that, my friends, is a little ditty about words and the power of words. And what's cool about saying that words matter is that words ultimately become matter because everything that we speak we speak things into being um oh, as for huge, i'm in my car and for some reason now there's just so many cars driving by five in a row like uh, the street was so quiet and then all these people are like hey you trying to be serious right now let's here comes another one listen it's probably not a problem Alright, back to what I was saying. Words matter. Words become matter. We speak things into being. We cast spells with our words. That's why they call it spelling. Um, it's a verb, you know? What do you do if you're casting spells? Spell-ling. Huh? Huh? Come on. And even if that's not true, it's kind of neat to think about anyways. Um, but yeah, some of my favorite words. Well, obviously, I love the word love, laughter... Inspiration, clarity, uh, upliftment, eagerness, ease, easy, playfulness, um, bright, vivid, um, mm, nature, vibrant, radiant, exuberant, excitement, satisfaction, desire, Um, connection. Um, that's just a few. Just a name. Those are just words that, like, when I say them, I feel so good. They feel good to say. Things like, um, potential. Um, uh, what else? I don't know. But, it's really neat. I, um, I love, see, I love... I don't love looking back at my life and um, like looking back and letting anything make me feel like I was held back or like I struggled so much and I had things to overcome. I love looking back and noticing what I was doing differently then. What kind of beliefs I had and what kind of words I would say to myself and look at what the quality of my life was at the time. Um, You know, all throughout high school, um, I was very overweight. And I used to always make jokes about it, but I would always point out that I was fat. It was like, nobody would have to say anything. But I, I guess the way that I thought about it was like, if I say it first, then they can't use that to hurt me. And so it was like a defense kind of mechanism, I guess. Obviously, I wasn't feeling good about my body or my appearance. So I would like make jokes out of it, which is, I mean, people laughed. (laughs) I laughed. They laughed. I laughed. Sometimes they didn't laugh. Sometimes they were just like, "Ooh, yikes. Um, But sometimes they laughed. And then at least it was like they were laughing with me, not at me. (laughs) But in any case... I used to always tell that story, talking about how fat I was, talking about all the things that I didn't like about myself, counting all the things that I didn't like about myself. And then at a certain point, I stopped saying those things out loud. And then over time, I guess at a certain point, I stopped thinking those things so much. And I I, re- I remember I reached a point when I was still very heavy. I was probably like 220 pounds, 230 pounds or something. And I I, I had evolved enough emotionally and mentally. And I, um, you know, I started working at a hair salon and I was going to the Aveda Academy, um, in downtown Vancouver and just feeling, and I was in a, you know, I was happy in my relationship and I had my dog and I had a bunch of cats and I was just like surrounded by animals and just really feeling good. And it was like, once I acquired that confidence, um, and I stopped, saying all these things that were, you know, speaking into existence, things that I didn't want about myself. I just kind of started naturally making healthier choices and started um, wanting to go out and exercise, started riding my bike and just weight kind of started. My body just started to transform without, um, without the struggle. You know, it wasn't like I was really restricting my diet and it wasn't like I was really really being super active it was just these little kind of changes naturally started to happen and I really believe that it started with the way that I spoke um mm, another thing about words Uh, so I Remain mindful about the way that the words that I choose make me feel. And even when it comes to, say, if I want to make a personal change um, or there's something, a habit that I want to create, I you'll hardly ever say hear me say that I need to do something or that I should do something. Because as soon as I use those words, those words carry resistance. And if I... If I want to decide that I'm going to do something, I will say I choose or I want to, you know? And it, by using those words, it allows me, because remember, I don't like being told what to do, even if it's by myself, you know? Um, When somebody tries to assert, (laughs) which is, I mean, whatever, Latoya, you're really stubborn and that could be a flaw, but hey, I'm human, so I'm allowed to have flaws, Alright? At least I'm aware of it. I'm aware very much so that I am a, a stubborn individual. Um But I think it's also what makes me a strong individual. So, you know, you win some, you win some more. <laughs> okay, that's my new saying. And just... Since this is only on audio, I just want you to know that I'm flipping my hair repeatedly right now. You win some, you win some more. You win some, you win some more. But in terms of how I very strongly dislike being told by somebody that I should do something or that I need to do something or that I should not do something, um... I always feel very resistant to that kind of thing and that doesn't mean that I don't listen but it just come it it's it has with it comes with more resistance you know I'm more reluctant to do the thing or if I do it and even if it's beneficial I feel like I don't appreciate it as much because it feels like something that was in some way not my doing and that's kind of immature of me but hey man, whatever, I'm learning Um, but yeah, I don't even so when it comes to me making a decision that I know is good for me let's just throw an example in here just to make it easier to follow Um, okay Uh, in terms of being healthier and getting into shape Um, whenever it comes to what I'm gonna eat I don't like to say I can't eat this or I shouldn't eat this or I need to only eat this this and this Because that's limiting and restrictive. And I'm not trying to limit or restrict myself ever. I'm trying to empower myself. I'm trying to expand. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to become better and better and better and better. And I simply can't do that by holding myself back. Um, And same with exercise. It's not that I don't need to exercise because it's something that I want to do. So I'll, you know, shift, give myself some perspective, you know. I choose to do these things because I want to be healthy. Why do you, what does it mean to be healthy? Why do you want to be healthy? I want, I choose to eat these foods because I know that they affect my brain in this way. I choose to eat these foods because I want to reduce the inflammation in my body and reduce the pain around my joints and reduce the feelings of anxiety that I might feel and I understand the relationship between what I eat and how I feel. I understand the relationship between what I eat and how I think and because I understand these things, I choose to make these decisions because I know that they benefit me. I know that if I make this decision um, I get to feel good and I get to, and when I feel good, I get to I have more to give to others. When I, when I, when I choose to treat my body well, because I understand how it benefits me and how it benefits those around me. And so I choose to do these things. I want to do these things. Um, I don't need to, because there's nothing that says that I need to be any particular way. How, how I am is up to me. And, um, Yeah, just in that way, kind of, I suppose. So with that in mind, when you feel overwhelmed or frustrated or um, like you're letting yourself down or like you're not making the progress that you want to be making, um, use that feeling as an indication to check, okay, well, how, what are the words that I'm using? Um, How am I, Speaking about this thing. Um. Am I. Am I saying that. I need to do it. In order to. Feel good. Am I. Am I saying I should do it. Is it a requirement of me. Um. And just maybe just for fun. Maybe just because it might be fun to do so. Uh. Try flipping this script. And you know, stepping back from the feeling of, you know, I need to get the checklist done and think about, well, why, why, do I, why is anything on this list anyways? Because when you pick it apart, you'll find out that the reason behind anything on that list is, is because you feel like you'll, you believe that you'll feel better once you do it. You know, whether it's, I need to complete this assignment or I need to go to the gym or I need to pay this bill or whatever, any, whatever it is, you're probably wanting to do the thing for a sense of relief or for a sense of achievement or what you can relate it to. You're doing it because you want to feel good, because you want to feel accomplished, because you want to feel worthy. And then remember that that's not for us to try to obtain that's just that's our birthright you're automatically worthy and what you do what we get what we what we do wh- <laughs> okay I'll stop doing that <laughs> every time I just want to get um <laughs> so just kidding I'm not actually gonna stop still did it <laughs> uh yeah man, feels good to just be easier with ourselves and remember that what we do with our lives is is our choice. You know, it's not a requirement to take care of yourself. You can very easily choose not to, but we choose to make these decisions to become better because we believe in ourselves because we want to be better because we recognize our potential and we want to see what we can do and if the pursuit is is backed by the feeling of joy and um and grounded in the feeling of choice then it's the process is so much more fun but when we convince ourselves that we're obliged or required to take some sort of action for something outside of ourselves then it kind of it dulls the experience and it can fog up our lens and sometimes then we like lose lose the sense of what why we're doing it in the first place so anyways just It's good to shift the perspective and to remember the choice. I choose. I love just that little simple adjustment um, and using words deliberately. Being intentional with the way that we speak to ourselves is so impactful. Being intentional with the words that we use is so impactful. Being intentional with the way we narrate our day-to-day lives um is important and when i say important i don't mean like it's something that people must do and if they don't then they're you know failing in some sort of way but it's important if you value the way that you feel and it's important if you value the way that you respond to the situations and it's important if you want to progress more easily towards the things that you desire and um yeah. <sighs> what else do I think about words? Hmm. I guess I'm speaking... Um, I'm th- a lot of the time I'm thinking about the wor- how the words that we use affect ourselves. I remember um, when I was going through a, a kind of a difficult time in my life, um, I had somebody say to me... What did he say? <laughs> it was so important and memorable! What was it? Um, be careful of how you speak to yourself because you're listening. Be careful of how you speak to yourself because you're listening. And the more that I learn about um, the body and the intelligence of the body and the intelligence of nature, really, like, and the... (sighs) You know, when I read something once that said, Every cell of your body is responding to your words or something like that. And and that might sound like it's supposed to be some sort of like metaphor for something or not taken literally. But I really actually think it's very literal. Um, the body responds to to our beliefs about it and to our thoughts about it. And what are those made of words, Holmes? The made of words. What are you saying about your body? You know, told my body it was fat for years and years and years. Stayed fat. What? Stop telling my body it was fat? Stop being fat. What the heck is that about? You know? um, Told. 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 Ah, 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 ah. What, 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 what? (laughs) Remember, um, like a minute or a couple minutes ago when I was like, hey, I'm not going to do that anymore. Brought it back. Yes. Feels good. Woo. All All right. But yeah, I, I, (sighs) what Lataya, I pump myself up, I get myself so hyped, I'm like, always like, Healthy, healthy, healthy. I've told myself I had a really strong immune system for my entire life because guess what, 28 years old, that's me, suck my thumb like a baby. Yep, 28 years old, and I suck my thumb. And um, imagine, you just got to imagine the amount of bacteria that one must ingest when they do such a thing for uh, their entire life. And I never get sick. Like, barely. for real. I had some pretty, pretty crazy allergies, like, when I went to England, just because their grass, I guess, is different from our grass, or the pollen. I was like, ugh, I can't breathe. My nose is all stuffed and stuff, but, pff, dude, like, I, and if I do, yeah, when the heck's the last time you got sick, Lataya? Honestly, we're in this global pandemic, and I'm like, uh, hello? Uh, am I gonna catch a cold or something? Huh? where's that rona? Where is it at? I don't know. It probably came up to me, what, the cells in my body were like, uh, she, uh, her immune system's so strong, she doesn't get sick. And I was like, okay, I bet if I got a test, I'd have all the antibiotics. Antibiotics? I-, <laughs> I-, I have. All- <sighs> I'm just like I'm trying to imagine what those would be. Antibiotics. Antibiotics. Uh-huh. Anyways, got way off track here. Uh Uh-huh. Obviously, the words that we use affect others, but, um, I... Oh, here's another tangent that I just thought of. Um, so when I was younger, um, I would say that I was bullied, and I carried those words... Yeah, okay, so here was that line, um you can carry us for years if we are heavy may we make you strong and i carried people's words with me for many 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 years and i had a lot of people say very similar things to me um basically just hateful shit just about my body you know like and it was always boys which is funny it was always boys who just expressed their just like for some reason they're like mad at me (laughs) for like not being pretty it's like hey dude just then you could just say nothing but yeah for whatever reason people are like deeply offended by someone who's fat in high school for some reason and so i wish that i had the awareness at the time well no i don't actually wish this and i'll tell you why in just a second but I do think it would be more beneficial for people to have this awareness at the time to know who they are and know their own worth so that they're not looking to others um, for confirmation of their worthiness, you know? So because other people said things to get negatively about myself and my body and I didn't know who I was and I didn't know that I was valuable and I didn't believe in my ability to become absolutely whoever the heck it was that I wanted to be didn't realize that it was like hey you can do literally anything um I believed what they told me about myself I believed that these people knew more about me than I did yes yes silly girl (laughs) they were like hey you know whatever made made me feel shitty for being fat and then because they were like angry at me for being fat I felt ashamed and upset and like I was not worthy, and whatever. Cue the list of negative emotions that stem from that thing. But, hey oh, not even mad about it, because feeling that way for so long um, is what gave me such a strong desire to um, become that much more. Such a strong desire to overcome those things. And I love the story of someone who overcomes something. So, hey, thanks to everybody who ever tried to make me feel small by pointing out how big I was. Look at me now. Doing great. Doing great. And it's also, I think it's so funny that it was boys because I'm like, I could probably take you in a, I mean, in a wrestle, you know? I mean, maybe if they hit me they could probably, but check it out. I'm told in jiu-jitsu that I'm fast all the time. So this is like so cool because didn't used to be that way. So, that's so cool from I have no regrets in my life, so i 'm not like upset or actually angry or holding on to any of these things any longer, but I did because i didn't know better, carry those words with me for years, and they did in fact make me strong, okay sweet at the time that I wrote this piece uh. I believe different things than I believe now, but for instance, let's sleep um, we can make the air thick, send chills down your spine, make your eyes well up or your temperature rise, selected with care or reckless abandon, we can brighten your day or break your heart or the most powerful thing to take up no space. And when I wrote this, I was thinking more about the power of how other people's words <laughs> affected me. Um, and what I've learned since then is that nobody's words affect me more than the words that I speak to myself. Because somebody can say, you can't, you can't control what anybody's gonna say to you ever, you know? And so someone could say um, anything to me. And from that point, I can either decide to repeat those things to myself and turn it into a belief that I have or um, look for evidence of it. And the more that I repeat it to myself, the more real I'm making it. You know, because someone could say something and it can just be, you can just hear it and then let it go and leave it. But if I choose to replay that it's in my mind, it's me now who's speaking those words to myself um and and I mean really I don't think that words are the most powerful thing that takes up no space because really love is that but you could argue the point to say that love takes up all space so maybe (laughs) maybe the words taking up no space still rings true (laughs) okay so quickly just to kind of Wrap it up! Wrap it up like a sweet sweet. What would you wrap up that sweet? I'm thinking maybe some kind of pastry or maybe a present or or a fucking freestyle. Should I freestyle the summary of this? (laughs) Not I'm not there yet. I'm not that confident. Uh, Okay. Words matter. The words we speak become matter. And what matters most, what matters more than the words that others speak about us are the words that we speak about ourselves. And I think... Of course, this is all just my opinion here, okay? It's all just my opinion, and it's only really based around just my life experience, which I understand that you have your own life experience. That you base um, your uh, thoughts, opinions, beliefs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, on, okay? But here, for whatever reason, I just feel like I should offer my th- my two cents per se, okay? Um, yeah, okay. Lataya, say the same thing about 63 more times. Just kidding. Just one more time. Just one more time. <sighs> I guess there's not really actually much to say than just that. I hope, I hope for you, and for the whole world, that we start to realize how much power we have with our words. Our power over our own personal lives and our power over the world that we're co-creating together. So when you look around the world, speak about the things that you want more of and don't speak about them in terms of how much they're lacking. Speak about them, just talk up. The stuff that we want to create—that's that's my approach. That's what I think. It's not—it's not that. Uh, okay, we don't need to go off on another ch- tangent. That's just it. And uh, here, let's just re re-read that little piece. We have length but no width, and weight without height. You can carry us for years. If we're heavy, may we make you strong. We can make the air thick, send chills down your spine, make your eyes well up or your temperature rise. Selected with care or reckless abandon, we can brighten your day or break your heart. We're the most powerful thing to take up no space. We are words, we matter. One of my favorite teachers, once said, We are one. You and I were like the earth and sky, one family under the sun. All the wisdom to lead, all the courage that you need, you'll find when you see, we are one. And interesting a lot, interestingly enough, that same teacher was faced with the predicament of having an enemy. And eventually it was his daughter who brought it to his attention that who his enemy was, was the same as him. She said, she said, or I guess he had said, they're not, they aren't, like us he or he's they're not one of us and she said us them or she said them us look at them they are us and uh, and then they were able to reconcile and join together once they had that realization that the idea of them being enemies was simply that just an idea the idea of them being different was just that just an idea a toxic idea and uh, you know who it was it was Simba it was grown-up Simba who said that to his daughter Kiara who then fell in love with a member of you know another type of people or a lion in this case because this is obviously from the Lion King too a hey a (laughs) underappreciated Disney classic, um, which obviously shaped so much of who I am. But yeah, dude. So one thing, Simba gave excellent advice, because we are one. We are one. More than anything, we're all one. And uh, I think, I genuinely actually think that that's like what's gonna change the world. Is as more people come to realize that the our teams, our differences, um, different types of humans, our separation from us and nature is um, very much an illusion. and uh, when we come to recognize the wholeness of who we are and the interconnectedness in, in which Um, our entire reality is based off of I think I believe things will improve for all of mankind but the second point that was really interesting to me that I only really just became aware of just now as I was speaking it was that even though Simba Simba was the one who had this initial um, awareness about the unity or the connection of all of life, all of the uh, all of nature, the circle of life. You know, even he couldn't get past his own bias and uh, the, his own like um, ideas that he adopted from his family, you know? Hey, leave. Because remember, Mufasa was betrayed, leave it, by his own brother. And after that, the family divided and they became us and them, the good and the evil. All right, gotta go.